everybody. I'm Frank Nicotero, and welcome to Punchlines. That's right. The punch is for the comedy, and we have plenty of it today. And lines, of course, is for the gambling lines, which we'll get to later with uh, our second guest that will be in studio, Punchlines. Lines can also mean live in, Neva live in Nevada every show, because we are live right here behind me. You see the lovely sports book here at the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're live. We're, uh, we, we do this every day, Monday through Friday at noon. Uh, we love the people that join us. We thank you for watching. Please hit that subscribe button. Share the link with your friends. I always post the shows on social media at Frank Nicotero. And we have live comments usually, right? Ryan, our producer. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce Ryan right now. There he is. Ryan, our producer. Again, another sharp suit-tie combination, Ryan. Welcome back. It is Monday. What a weekend in the NFL, which we'll talk about later with our guests coming up. Uh, in about 35, 40 minutes, we have Chris Andrews, who is the, the sports director here at the South Point. Also from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who, uh, who's a friend of mine. We're from Pittsburgh. The Steelers, uh, Steelers had a rough weekend because the, all the AFC North teams won. So we didn't even play, and we kind of got screwed a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, also today, um, I want to talk about, uh, oh, tomorrow, Chris Harrison uh, from TV's The Bachelor, and also Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where I worked with him right here in Vegas. Chris Harrison will be here, so we're excited to have Chris tomorrow. But uh, I want to talk about the Olympics real quick, Ryan. Um, they're coming to... California, they're coming to Los Angeles in 2028. They announced today some events that have been added. I don't know if you saw this. Flag football. All right. That will be an Olympic event. <laughs> Sean is very excited about that. One of our crew members. Flag football. I, I don't understand. Is this going to be retired pros? I mean. I, it has to be, it has to be amateurs, find right? the best flag football players in America? I know there's leagues. I know I played it in grade school. And I was very damn good at flag football because I was short and fast and I could sneak in. But what's next? What, what are the next events? Are we getting tetherball in there? What other schoolyard games? <laughs> tetherball? Maybe hopscotch? I could see, you know, I could see, I could see the Germans being good at hopscotch. And then uh, tiddlywinks. I don't understand. But they added cricket, baseball, and softball are back, which I'm glad about. But flag football. And this is, by the way, a sport that if America doesn't win, it'll be an outrage, right? So if we don't win and then they do it again in the next Summer Olympics, do we use pro athletes? Do we have Pat Mahomes playing flag football? <laughs> because that's what the dream team was in basketball, right? We lost because we were using uh, non-professional athletes. Do we bring in Mahomes and whoever? Uh, by the way, the only name I said was Patrick Mahomes because football, not for long. That's what the NFL stands for, not for long league. We don't know uh, who will be around in 2032. That's a long time from now. It's 2028, right? Well, no, but LA. I mean, the, the, so if oh, we the lose... Following? The following Olympics would be like nine yep. years from now. Yep. Who in the NFL is still going to be around? Running backs? Probably not. Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I mean, you really, all you really need for flag football is a good quarterback and a couple quick guys. Definitely speed. So, and I'll be, uh, I'll be old, but I'm available if they want to go that route. I don't know if they do or not. But uh, great show today. Uh, we have coming up uh, in, a, in a few minutes, we have uh, a local Vegas legend. Andy Martello will be here. He's written books. He's done everything you can do in Vegas. And we're also going to find out about the only sports bet he's ever made. But first, let's get to Frank's Fast Takes. Roll the graphic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be such a slide transition for me to take a drink of water from my South Point 400. Hmm. There it is. Zoom, Frank's Fast Takes. By the way, uh, speaking of the South Point 400, uh, I did put money on my, my man Joey Logano. Joey Logano, who was last year's winner, but he finished 11th. He finished 11th in the race. Did you watch any of the race, Ryan? I was not able to. You were not able to? What did you do this weekend? What were you doing on Sunday that you couldn't watch the South Point 400? Relaxed and watch football. Watch football. Who's your team again? The Bears. How'd the Bears do? The Bears. Uh, got embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, and then Fields is hurt too, right? That he is. He has a dis dislocated thumb. Jeez. So he's okay. doubtful right, for next uh, week. Let's shift gears from football, which we'll talk with Chris Andrews coming up in about 25, 35 minutes. I want to talk about baseball. Uh, Mattress Mac attack, baby. Uh, there's this guy in Houston. You guys have probably heard of a Mattress Mac. He places, there he is. He's just tossed his money and tickets away. The guy bets the Astros. Now, he, he made his millions. He's worth $310 million. He made it in selling furniture. So next time you go to buy furniture, know that you can haggle because this guy has made $310 million upselling crappy furniture. But no, it's probably great furniture. But anyway, uh, Last year, he won $30 million on the Astros when they won the World Series, which is just insane. He actually wheeled it out. And I'm not saying that he actually had a wheelbarrow and wheeled it out of Caesar. So this year, 
He made a preseason bet, and we love preseason bets. We love future bets uh, everywhere here in Vegas. South Point has great futures. But in Caesars, he put $1.9 million down on plus 600. Then in late September, when the Astros could miss the playoffs, he put another million on the Astros at plus 1,100. And then uh, one more bet at Caesars for $2 million at plus 450. A total of $4.9 million on three bets and possible profit of like $31.4 million if the Astros win the World Series. Well, so I think I've got a little more current Please. numbers. So last year he won a record seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. On the Astros and other bets, yeah. And this season he had the preseason bet for one point nine right. at plus six hundred. He had the bet in the middle of September for two million plus six hundred. He had a bet at the end of September for a million to win him eleven million. Eleven eleven hundred. And then right. he had one before their division series for two million for plus four fifty. So he has six point nine million in wagers. Oh, it's six nine, jeez. To win forty three point four. Forty three million dollars. But the Astros have to win the World Series. Yep. If not, he loses about what six million dollars. Well, he does it to cover his mattress business. He does. And and what 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 he's talking about? What Ryan's talking about is he does this thing where if the Astros win the World Series, you get the money you spend on his furniture. Uh, if you bought furniture at his store, you get your money back if the Astros win. Completely. So to offset that loss, he gambles in Vegas. And, and by awesome. the way, the promotion this Great guy strategy. score gets is amazing. So, awesome. and, and, and listen, I, I want to say you guys are like, wow, he's just being frivolous and he just bets these stupid bets. It's a business move. It's very savvy. It's very smart. But uh, I don't know if you heard, but Mary Lou Retton, who won the Olympic gold medal in 1984, who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, that I cut out and put on my wall of Mary Lou Retton, perfect 10. She's in the hospital, currently on Dancing with the Stars, but she has a, a dangerous and rare type of pneumonia. She doesn't have any insurance and her eldest daughter started a fund, spot fund. She's raised $375,000 to help out Mary Lou, who is doing better. She's still in intensive care, but she's improving. But Mattress Mac gave the largest donation of $50,000. I thought that was very nice of him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And by the way, she's from Fairmont, West Virginia, I believe. And when I started stand-up way back when, I, did, I performed a show. I don't want to brag, ladies and gentlemen, about the big shows I've done. But yes, I performed at the Fairmont Coal Festival one year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fairmont Coal Festival. If you can get that gig, comedians, up-and-comers, you want that gig. And there was a, a statue of Mary Lou Retton there. So she's a legend in West Virginia all over the place. So that was nice that he did that. And uh, Mattress Mac, yeah. So uh, the Astros are down. They're down one game to love to the Rangers. The Rangers, who are 6-0 and in postseason, haven't lost a game yet. Look great. Uh, Evan Carter, I bet the prop bet. I got around town here. Over half base hit. He got a hit in his first at-bat. I was a winner in the second inning. Um, but they call that the Silver Boot Series. The Silver Boot Series, which is uh, Texas and Houston. And these guys, when they played in the regular season, the Astros and Rangers, it's 134 to 132 wins. I mean, that's, that's as close as you can get, right? The Rangers have won 134, Astros 132. And there's all sorts of silly trophies that I want to talk about. Now, Saturday, college football, they're the king of these crazy ones, right? You got like the brass platoon, but here's a couple right here. Now, right here in Nevada, right? We had UNLV in Nevada. What did they play for this 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 past the weekend? The Fremont Cannon. Look at that. The Fremont Fremont Cannon. UNLV defeated uh, the <clears throat> excuse me. They defeated Nevada, 45-27. So they now get to possess the cannon, right? Yep. How do they, they get they, to they, paint they it, stay red. it here? Because I don't know if Nevada wins. How do you get that back? Do you go to FedEx or uh, <laughs> Task Rabbit? Uh, yeah, we need you to bring a cannon up to Reno. Can't do that. But congratulations. There's other, other, other silly trophies. Ryan, what else do you have for us? What's another um, one? So we've got the Apple Cup. Yeah, the Apple which is Cup is the one Washington, in Washington. Washington That's State. Washington, Washington State. That's coming up November 25th. There it is. The Huskies right now, I got a feel, are going to be huge favorites in that game, if not favorites to win the national championship with Michael Penix right now. So there's the Apple Cup. Makes sense, right? State of Washington, yep. Apple Cup. And then, and then uh, one that one? was won this past weekend yeah. between Iowa and Wisconsin is the Heartland Trophy. The Heartland Trophy. Let's see that. So there it is. So it looks like it's a pig. I don't know. Is it looking for truffles? What's it doing there? It's just kind of <laughs> grazing at the ground. Yeah. Why is the pig's head down? It's, it's between Iowa and Wisconsin. So it's like the heartland of America, you know, the fields, the meadows and everything. The bull's just grazing. So the pig is more Wisconsin or Iowa? I would guess more Iowa. But... <laughs> now, why did you say that? Oh, and our Iowa viewers are listening. Uh, they won. They won. Okay, because they won. They're piggish because they won. All right. So it got me to uh, got me to thinking um, these silly college trophies. I love them. You know, 
the Pac-12 is no longer going to exist. So the they have to play. They're, a lot of these teams in the Pac-12 are going to the Big Ten, like Oregon. So it got me to thinking, in 2025, and Jeff Parles was talking about his beloved Rutgers are going to be playing Oregon for the first time in history uh, of college football in 2025. So it's Oregon versus Rutgers. I have an idea. I have three. I have ideas for trophies for these upcoming rivalries. we got to start them now, right? Because some of these go like 100 years. So here's my idea for Oregon, which is known Pacific Northwest and Rutgers. A lot of Italians. It's in Jersey. So here we go. Show it. This is what I came up with. Here we go. It's the Lumberjack Linguini plate, ladies and gentlemen, right there. It's a Lumberjack eating a plate. And by the way, that Linguini's from Olive Garden because when you're here, you're family. So right there. I want this to be so someone at Oregon or someone at Rutgers. Jeff, you know someone at Rutgers. That's the trophy I want for Oregon and Rutgers, the Lumberjack Linguini plate. What else did I come up with last night? Delirious. Let's see. Uh, Washington plays uh, Wisconsin, right? Is that that one? Yeah, sure. Coffee. Coffee is big in Washington. And what do they know in Wisconsin? They're the Badgers. So there you go. That's the over-caffeinated Badger trophy. And by the way, Ryan, how did you generate these pictures? AI. AI. So AI, ladies and gentlemen, is helping with today's show. They actually generated a lumberjack eating linguine and that. And last but not least, baby. Baby? Baby? <laughs> what is, who am I talking about? Last but not least, baby. Uh, UCLA in Minnesota, we came up with the surfing gopher. There it is. The surfing gopher, California and Minnesota. The I think that these, someone contact the sports information department at all the schools. These are trophies that I want to see. All right. Last but not least, Fast Take, before we bring our first of two live guests into the studio here at South Point, Caitlin Clark scores and Taylor Swift soars. Caitlin Clark of the University of Iowa had a triple-double yesterday in an exhibition game against DePaul, but that's not the real story, is it? No. 55,646 people packed the Iowa football stadium to watch. That's the largest crowd ever. Shatters an NCAA attendance record for women's basketball, which is great to see. So we were teasing Iowa before, but now we're praising you, Iowa. 55,646 people to watch her score 34 points. Interesting to note, the Iowa football team hasn't scored that many points in three seasons against a Big Ten opponent. So she outscored the football team in one day. And we got to talk about Taylor Swift quickly. Taylor, who was not at the game last night. A lot of people thought she was going to be at the Jets game in New York because Travis Kelsey did a little bit, little cameo on Saturday Night Live, which was a very funny show, actually. Uh, by the way, O'Keenan Thompson did Deion Sanders uh, on a weekend update piece. You can Google that. Watch it here on YouTube. And uh, Taylor Swift introduced Ice Spice. What's your favorite Ice Spice song, Ryan? I couldn't even tell I you any Ice Spice it. By songs. the way, I heard two songs by her. Couldn't tell you the title. Didn't understand it. Get off my lawn. Anyway, uh, Taylor was there to introduce her, but they didn't show up at the game. But speaking of numbers, now we talked about this. Her movie premiered over the weekend. Estimates were between 150 and 200 worldwide. So what did she do worldwide? It was the under. Did you take Taylor in the under? $123.5 million for her ears to her movie. And domestically, 92.8. And I want to point out that Vinny <clears throat> from Sports by the Book, he had the under. He, he, said he did under. have the under. We He's had a lot of good. His line was 161. He shot it up high. It was yeah, high. That one was still under. We got we to gotta crush the numbers on, on Taylor's next project a little better. But he took the under. But Vinny, you won. And by the way, speaking of results, Kenny, uh, Kenny, Kenny White, who was here, his daughter Alex will be here tomorrow on the show live in studio. Kenny, who's also a legendary handicapper, he, did, he said, if you can hit 51% in college football, that's a win. You keep winning. And he did, right? He went 4-3 and three over the weekend. Yeah, he went 4-3 and had a push. And he had a push. Yeah, yep. right. So let's... You know, let's call that a win. Let's make yep. him. Let's make him five. Three of his underdogs won outright. Three of his underdogs won outright. What was it? It was like Texas Tech, Pitt. It was Pitt. Yep, Pitt over Louisville. Um, Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois won. And Colorado State. Colorado State. Oh, by the way, did you see the Colorado State game? Awesome. They were down. Colorado State was down thirty awesome to ten with four minutes to go. Make it thirty seventeen. Onside kick, they score 30-24. They're not going to get another onside kick. They get it, but they're offsides. So they have to do a third onside kick, get it, and score a touchdown on a Hail Mary to win 31-30. It was unbelievable. That, that, was better, that was a better Hail Mary than the Houston game. It was unbelievable. All right, well, there you go. There were your fast takes, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to our guest, who is live in studio and patiently waiting. Uh, he's been making us laugh the whole time already, and I'm like, dude, save it for the show. We're live. Do we have live comments? Are people ready for Andy? Any live comments before we bring Andy in? Girl Genius definitely is. What is she saying today? Um, 
She asked why the gopher had two surfboards, but that's because four legs. So two legs on one, oh, two legs on the other. Oh, so that. He was trying to catch Ryan there. Yeah. Uh, girl genius. Yeah. Two surfboards because gophers have – everyone knows gophers are going to ride four legs yeah, down. Like a yeah. Like Gophers boat. can't ride a surfboard two legs. Come on. Everyone knows that. All right. Let's bring in our guest, ladies and gentlemen. We're excited to have him. Now, he is a longtime Vegas entertainer. He's an author of four books, which is super impressive. He's a Best of Las Vegas winner. And he's also an MC for the Las Vegas Aviators. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. It's Andy Martello. Andy, very good. Uh, thank, thank you, both of you. That was really kind. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> and Martello, is that an Italian? Name? It absolutely is, yes. So we'll get along fine just to keep, you know, broken glass is going to happen. We're going to knock <laughs> it over. We're well, we only use plastic bottles. We have the South Point 400 bottles. I'm not allowed glass on set because Probably I wise. break everything. Yeah. So uh, tell people about yourself, Andy. I just met you. We've already been laughing, having a good time. You're a Vegas legend that no one knows, apparently. Is yeah, that... I'm the most famous, uh, non-famous person in the world. Okay, if, you, well... if you go ahead and put my name into any search engine on the planet, I'm like a rash all over <laughs> the internet. I, I'm basically... Because uh, I've done lots of things. Well, let's know. hear about some of them. Uh, well, the pinnacle, of course, would be this show. Right. right thank here. you for saying you know, that. It's live way. and it'll be available. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I could I could tell it's going well when you've, when you've called me as your guest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're underselling yourself. You've, no, no. You've I've, done a lot. All right. Uh, pretty much I've been uh, on stages off and on since I was 10 years old. Uh, oh, wow. Started making money at it when I was 15, doing everything from uh, – uh, Stand-up comedy, juggling, fire eating. Oh my God! Plate spinning. Um, yeah, plates. We can't do plate spinning. Not in here. No, glass, no, no glass. And, we could have done fire. Could have we done fire? We'll do fire next time. Well, I'll bring it. Sure. Oh Why God. not? What? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Well, it's funny you say that because right before the show, the live show, the fire alarm was going off. It went off quickly. There was no emergency. Just a test, I assume. And clearly, but... the uh, folks in the casino don't recall <laughs> anything about, like, the MGM fire. That happened in 1980. A long time fire ago. alarm goes off here. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. Yeah, nobody even bought. Oh, they're like, People oh. got bets. The yeah. casino wizard. By the way, you know who didn't move? The hot dog line. Because you know why they have to wait a while. Sure. It was 10 deep, by the way, when the alarm was going off. And everyone went, oh, I, I'm waiting for my hot dog. I'll get in and walk out, but I'm not moving. Yeah, and it's just, you know, fire alarm. What? Where's the where's the harm? What could right happen? Yeah, good. it's it's fine. This place has sprinklers. Exactly. Yeah. If it were an emergency, there'd be sprinklers yes. going off or something. Um, but no, I've done a little bit of everything. I've done a fair amount of television and movie work, uh, written books. Um, I was a did warm up comedy for shows. I'm oh sure my you're goodness, very yes, that's with what that. I did. Yeah, I did Millionaire, no. which we'll talk with Chris Harrison tomorrow about. But yeah, that's no, always nothing been. but fun throwing out t-shirts to, to yep. bored people. And by yeah. the way, people will kill for t-shirts. Oh people, yeah. It doesn't matter what the T-shirt says. If you have a free T-shirt, it doesn't matter if it's a triple X shirt that they'll never wear. They always just say, oh, I can sleep in this. It's too big. Sure. People love uh, it. Well, and it, in this town especially, people will take anything that's not nailed down. You <laughs> yeah. know, it, it doesn't matter. That's why none of the ashtrays say South Point anymore. You know, it's ah. like they just take them all. You know, when the place opened, there you go. And then people <laughs> took them to put them in their, their ashtray collections. Um, and other things, I was uh, for seven years, I was the announcer for uh, the touring version of the Price is Right game show called The Price is Right Live. Oh, my God. I, was... I, I, actually, I actually hosted the, uh, the Family Feud version. Oh, there you go. Yeah. At you, a casino probably... in Kansas. I just did it for one weekend. And uh, the normal guy, uh, I think it was Matt Gavin. Anyways, a friend of mine. Yeah, I know Matt. Do you know Matt Gavin? I do know Okay, Matt, yeah, yeah, Matt. So uh, I gave away a car. Someone won a car. Yeah. And he was so pissed. He's like, I've never given away a car. He goes, you do one weekend and give away a car. And I'm like, hey, it's the luck of the I'm not going to say they hope not to give away cars, but it does come out of the show's budget. Yeah, so if you are on a game show, try your best to suck. Yeah. Do as much as you can. Help out the, the, the crew there. Uh, I ha but can we just go back just a little bit? Yeah. I, was, I was watching the... Uh, the AI generated yeah, trophies. Yeah, that's amazing, right? I first off, I I have to ask two questions. Um, one, why why was the guy holding Linguini also wearing Devo's hat? He was. That was because, a little odd. Well, I think I, was, I think because we feel like we want to make Whip It the song for this show. with the spaghetti. Whip okay. It'll be playing, and they do have those little those red plastic hats. Which sure. And then the other thing, uh, why are people so worried about AI taking their jobs? Because if that's what they did to generate <laughs> comedy, we're safe, man. There is absolutely oh, they God. shouldn't have they shouldn't got on strike at all. I actually fine. sent the ideas to Ryan last night. I'm like, look, I have this idea for made up trophies for these future rivalries. And I said, I don't know. I, by the way, Ryan's considerably younger than me. I don't know how to use this chat AI or chat Jeep, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And I'm like, can you do anything with this? Because I was like, you know, just get a picture of a lumberjack and then like superimpose uh, a bowl of. And I Having come down eating, and he shows me these before the show. And I'm like, 
You're a genius, Ryan. Yeah, AI is basically, it's, it's a fever dream on acid come true. Because <laughs> you can put in anything you want, and it comes right back out. So. Does it say how many people have ever put in lumberjack linguine? I got to thank you, number one. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Surfing badger over-caffeinated well, uh, badger. What well, now what you got to do is turn Go it into an NFT, and then, you know, you could fund this show for literally Ryan. four or five more days, at least. This five is our cash days. cow right yeah. here, buddy. Yeah. Right, so. 40 cents an NFT. All right. Well, there you go. There we go. Um, yeah. So listen, uh, what, yeah, now we're here at the sports book. Yes. It's going to be very busy. Uh, we have a baseball game with two baseball games, an afternoon game, which is going to get busy in here. And of course, Monday night football. Now you're not necessarily the biggest sports gambler. How many bets have you placed in your life? I've made a grand total of one sports bet. One in my bet, ladies That and does not count the times when I used to vacation here and people, Hey, can you put $20 down on the bears to win? You know, people do that all the, all time. the time. Do you yeah. place the bet or do you keep the money and just figure you'll pay out? I am one of the few people who understands uh, Vegas perfectly. I tell people <laughs> when they give you money to go gamble with, because oh, hey, go put twenty dollars on a slot machine. Right. I always ask them to what end? Yeah. Right. Do you <laughs> do you want me to win? And if so, do I pocket the money What's and take percentage? it home? Yeah. Do you want me to play the twenty dollars? Because <laughs> if if I, you know, there it really is an honor system when you're handing people money to go gamble for yeah. you. If you give me five dollars and I turn it into fifty thousand dollars, I'm not talking to you yeah. ever again. You're Why? just getting the five back. And yeah. Go, oh, oh, I forgot. Didn't yeah. work. Yeah. yeah right. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, uh, so you placed one bet. What was I, your bet? I did uh, a few seasons ago. College football. Um, when when uh, I think it was the Oregon Ducks and all the lines were ridiculous. Like they were scoring stupid numbers Oregon's of points. Oregon's usually and, a prolific offense, and yes. You, there was one of those you just couldn't miss. Take this bet. The the, the, the spread was something ridiculous. Okay. Like, like, like they needed to score, the opposing team needed to score something like 64 points Okay. in order to even, you know, it's only a bet. You can tell he's only plays one bet. bet, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Yes. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they just score a billion points. Just, but anyway, just, I mean, so the over-under was probably yeah. around 64. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it was insane. I put my money on, I put like $50 down on Oregon. I okay. was like, everyone said, oh, no, that's smart money. There's no way. Well, of course, What was there was like one point was the difference, and it was not in my favor. So, so I was like, well, lost. there you go. There's, there's, so there's, you're 0-1 in sports. I'm 0-1. Uh, and uh, the only other time I almost bet okay. was uh, the year the, the the year of the infamous Bartman Ball incident. Oh, in Chicago, the yes, because sure. I'm originally from Chicago, oh. and I came out here on vacation, and uh, the Cubs were in the playoffs, and we got in the cab on the on the way there. And this was back when I I, I fully admit I am no longer a big fan of any major league level sports okay. i'm very big on minor leagues and independence oh, cool. and things that's like why that. you work with the aviators Perfect. yeah exactly yeah. it's 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 more it's honest sports as yeah. far as i look at it you know it's pure to to a degree uh and i was watching this was back when i was still insane every i mean i could have told you the name of every single player i could have told you what they had for breakfast that week uh every single day <laughs> that's good information for gamblers by the way sure a lot <laughs> of people he had scrambled eggs that's money that's right he, he had he had whipped cream on those on those pancakes, and he's lactose intolerant. Right. Oh take, my God! Don't bet. Take the under. Oh, take the under. Uh, and so, first off, I was very realistic. I was like, I'm never. All of the significant people in my life have died waiting to see a Cubs World Series. Oh yeah. Like, oh, so, I mean, Chicago, it's legendary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even I, back when I I used to have a a column for an online newspaper. I I had an entire series about about the curse of the Cubs and sure. you know how really. You know, the least there, there are many bad things you can do as a parent. And I still believe in the top three worst, most irresponsible things you could do. It would be uh, raising your child to be a fan of sports in Chicago. No, wait hey, a second. thanks, Brian. Dad. It's Brian, just... those are your teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah My dad raised and, me that way. <laughs> I, and, I, uh, you know, great. The Cubs finally won. Good for you. Everyone has that one every 108 year. Right, exactly. You know, a <laughs> little bit of luck. So, but anyway, so on, on the cab ride to the airport, they're like, hey, uh, look, looking great. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, uh, they were playing stuff. the Marlins, yeah. right? The Barman yeah. game. By the time we landed, of course, uh, we found out we were going to the, the, the playoffs. And then the Bartman incident happened the, while I'm in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. I'm at, it's no longer there. And now it's uh, the, uh, the Heart Attack Grill, but it used to be called Jilly's. And I was there with my mother-in-law, my wife at the time. We were having a martinis and all sorts of good fun. And the, the waitress was so sweet because there was half a million televisions. All of them had the Cubs on. Right, There's a course. chance you could see them. They're going to go to the World Series. And everyone knows, don't talk to me during this because I'm <laughs> waiting for something to happen. Okay. And oh, no. Something it bad. Be, something, then Curse the Bartman the incident gun. happened. Right. And everyone in the whole place is now quiet because they realize the only person who gave a damn about this game 
is now very upset. Yeah. And the, the, the waitress walked by, sets a martini down, slides it over, just goes, <laughs> it's on the house, and ran away. <laughs> so we get to the next day. Was it day. glass and it's glass? It was, it was glass. Glassware. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was beautiful, and it was a double, and it was gin, and it was, oh, it was, it was perfect. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the next game. This was the one there, do or die game. Oh, okay. Yep. We're going to see Tom Jones. That's, that's how you know it's a Vegas the story because we Come went on. to see Tom Jones. Tom Jones is amazing. By the t when we went in, the Cubs were, uh, I, if I remember correctly, behind. When we came back, uh, the, I was hoping the game would be over. This was the game <laughs> I almost bet on because right. okay. the Cubs were still stupidly favored yeah. to win. And it was, it was, it was a those, home game. It was at Wrigley. So right. Yeah. It was one of those things. And I had exact, I did not have a lot of money even in my bank account. I mean, what I was doing in Vegas, I don't know. I, I saved for a vacation. I had literally a thousand dollars to my name all right and i was ready to take that thousand dollars and on the put Cubbies. no oh huh. i was gonna put it on the marlins, the marlins. Oh, yes. okay <laughs> and, and my friend why would you do that i said well because i know <laughs> if i put this money on the marlins and it's the last of my money in the world the cubs will win so it's a win-win right right okay, that way i will help the cubs <laughs> and i ended up not doing it uh, and I got to see the final out of the game, and I was like, wow, I was in such a good mood coming out of the Tom Jones. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, yeah, we suck forever. Oh my and God. Uh, it wasn't soon after that. I, I gave up Major League Baseball for a long, Jeez. long time. Yeah, I know yeah. I know a lot of Cubs Ever. fans that did yeah. that. Yeah, it's, uh, that, was, that was the heartbreaking loss. Yeah. And by the way, Tom Jones, who uh, does he still perform in Vegas ever? Does he ever he, come here or no? He, once in a while. He used to every time, yeah, you know, exactly. all the he time. Was a staple. But, yeah. He's There's like a, 80, so, you know, yeah, I cut him some slack. But he still kills it. He, he's, you know what, he's, on the, he's a judge on The Voice. Yeah. Over in Europe. And on a commercial break, there's a video of him busting into like it's not unusual or sure. Delilah or something. And he kills it. But the best thing about Tom Jones right now, and you can look at it on YouTube after you hit the subscribe button for our show right here at South Point Studios. Call to action. Like and subscribe. Comment right. down below. That's right. He, uh, there's a video someone put like, it's a disturbed. It's, a, it's, it's Tom Jones dancing. This guy could dance like nobody else in like the sure. late 60s, early 70s. And they put like uh, a, a heavy metal rock song to his dance and it fits perfectly. He's, he's one of those. He's amazing to watch. I've seen him six or seven Can times. Still sing. He's he's yeah. He's God as far as I'm yeah. concerned. He's amazing. He, if you if you have the wherewithal to see Tom Jones, go see Tom Jones. And if you he's don't, about to go on tour in the UK. Oh, he's uh, just touring in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's a funny guy. He tells funny stories about Elvis. I mean, he's just he's remarkable. What, one time I saw him here at the MGM. Okay. And uh, he was singing "What's New, Pussycat," which of course, of course staple. Yeah, there, there's you know he women still throw the underwear oh, on good. stage it, for it's, him. It's, that's uh, his thing. And like the things that have always confused me. Underwear comes flying onto stage when he sings Delilah. Yeah. And I'm always like, you know, it's about a guy killing his wife, right? <laughs> I mean, you realize this is not the. It's to sop up the blood. He, they're helping yeah, out. They're his perhaps. fans. They're like, use these. My thought is that they're probably going, well, he's single now, so maybe maybe he should do this. But he was doing a uh, What's New Pussycat. You could tell it's a song that he gives less than a care about yeah, at this point in his life. Times, right. And somebody brought up this beautiful uh, teddy bear with a bouquet made out of panties okay oh which which was fabulous which by the way ai graphic that right now <laughs> yes teddy we... bear made out of panties teddy bear made Do out it. of panties by the end of the show right i want to see a teddy bear made <laughs> out of panties you. there's probably a, a, I have a, a feeling company you, that makes you might them be able to just point. google yeah. that actually but go ahead and... yeah see what we can find i want to see this by the end of the by show by the end of the show ryan damn it and there was a card okay and so he 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 was like oh this is lovely and so <laughs> he's reading the card he takes the microphone shoves it under his arm he's reading the card what's new pussycat whoa 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 <laughs> what's new oh this is so sweet that he pulls out one of the pairs of panties out of the, yeah. the bouquet and it's this gigantic pair like oh it, god it was the bouquet panties. practically was just one set of panties oh my god and he pulls this out the crowd is now he can't sing what's new pussycat anymore because <laughs> he can't stop laughing right and he finishes his whole set by going I think I knew her and threw that away. You know, that was line. the end of that. And uh, he's just amazing. Not the first that. time he's done that line. No, I'm excellent. sure. Wait, no. what? You didn't already do this. Underwear is not allowed on AI. Damn it. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, really? Can we come up with another yeah. name? Do they, do, do they know the slime? I've tried panties. Like I've tried underwear. Doesn't work. That's the really uh, old white, fashioned white, term for them. Whitey what? tighties. Can we try that? Boxers? Let's sure. see what we can do. Boxers. Maybe boxers. Which really. You want a bouquet of boxers? How about thongs? Can you do thongs? They'll probably put flip. I can't do thongs. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> or a picture of Cisco. We're of the thong, generation thong, where, thong, where thong. we still know that thongs are actually yeah, footwear. They were flip flops. Yeah, right. I remember when thongs turned into different things, and I was like, "Well, this is an improvement. This is a <laughs> capital God, improvement." Thank God it did. This... I will right, get Ryan working on that now. <laughs> I can't uh, wait to see this. We can't wait now. Uh, Michael Jordan. You know, we had Denny Nagel on last week. We were talking about Denny and I when we were both in the Bahamas and we saw Michael Jordan 
who there's an aura around Michael Jordan, right? Denny will be on Friday to talk baseball playoffs, by the way. Um, but you have a Michael Jordan story. I do. Okay. Um, uh, if you ever purchase a book called Andy Martello's Stupid Stories About Famous People, you can get this book available on Amazon. A, made a chat AI out of the book. No, That's right, yeah. The book actually uh, exists. All yeah. right. So I wrote a story. I wrote a book called Stupid Stories About Famous People. Love and it, it was basically um, all the embarrassing things that I did or said while working with somebody infinitely more important and famous than myself. Okay. And Michael Jordan made that <clears throat> list. Is this in Chicago? Because I know you said you lived in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, many of the uh, stories okay. happened in Chicago. And it, okay. the, it's town. funny, the book finishes with a story that happened in Vegas, and I had only just recently moved to Vegas. Okay, so nice. It was, I, I, literally, I bookended my own story. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say. Very yeah, nice. it's like, <laughs> you'd swear I'd done this before. I'm like, this guy's great. So uh, I used to make, aside from doing the, the comedy and, and things as myself. I, right. I made a small, uh, 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 well, actually a pretty good living for a while, being a Blues Brothers impersonator. Come on. Yeah. Jake or Elwood? Uh, oh, clearly. You don't... Oh, you don't. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I was the Jake. You yes, the Jake. I was the Jake. Jake Belushi. Elwood was Aykroyd. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. And, all you know, everything from corporate appearances to, you know, just posing for pictures, sometimes being on stage, singing, all that stuff with, with my Elwood You partner. would sing live vocals. I would, yes, yes. You could I, do, I, like, yeah. everybody needs somebody. And Absolutely, Man. sure. Oh, Go man. ahead. Put it on right now. Let's, uh, let's, now, let's test now. that YouTube music license. Come um, to you. All right, so. Anyway. I had a booking uh, with my partner, and it was, of all things, it was a, uh, um, I, I, of all the things, you've probably done this, there's conventions and gatherings for everything. Yes. Uh, I was not expecting to be performing Blues Brothers songs for a large gathering, of, a nationwide gathering of hemophiliac children. <laughs> Because it's it's a serious. I'm not making fun oh of God. the no, not the, at all. Yeah, it's, it's a very serious thing. And there's mind. you know it's it was a you know medical professionals were oh there and God. people would bring their kids and they would do seminars and they learn new ways of caring for wounds and right. it was a very simple solemn thing. But okay. that that was the gig. Uh, I would like to say it was at the Sheridan, but it wasn't. The, I don't remember the hotel. All right. I used to drink a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So we are going to the gig, dressed in Blues Brothers gear, park our car, making our way to the hotel. Well, you were doing method acting for, for Belushi. You were right, drinking. exactly. Right. Okay, Lots of heroin it. and cocaine. Right, sure. Oh, okay. those good times. Good times. Stay in school. <laughs> uh, so we're getting to the hotel and okay. we're walking from where we parked and we realize we cannot get to the hotel. Something is wrong. There's half a million cameras and, and people and reporters and buses and, and trucks with all the satellite trucks. I'm like, what on earth is going on? Okay. It just so happened that the, our gig was on the very day that Michael Jordan was returning to Chicago to oh, play against to come the back. Bulls. He was a Washington Wizard. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So this was his first time. Playing it, against his, his team. Sure. Right, okay. And, and for people who don't, you know, there, there is a percentage of people who hear the name Michael Jordan and they don't think about him. They forget the, the Wizards, we, yeah. They I mean, don't it was realize moments, it, but he had a couple was, moments of the Wizards. There was nobody more famous on the planet at no. that time, yeah. and and I mean there there was it was international reporters were there, everything was there, and the the bus was the team bus was pulling up, and and yeah, Doug Collins and Michael Jordan are the first to walk off, and there's a police line all, and we we can't get into the, <laughs> and, and it, like I said, so many reporters, and I, my partner was like, well, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to walk in. We're the Blues Brothers. We're the Blues Brothers. You're they, on a mission from God. Right. They will assume we're supposed to be here. Just follow my lead. Right. So we go walking right on up. I grab the police line and I walk underneath. It got a police officer, one of Chicago's fine. Hey, hey, you can't come here. Come in here. You can't come in here. And uh, uh, one of the, uh, the the main cops in charge goes, Jake and Elwood, let him in for God's sake. <laughs> And so, so we go walking in. Now, there's several security checkpoints we have to go through. You've already passed one, though. The cops, right. I would think, is maybe the hardest and one, bear, maybe not. Yeah, and, well, there's still police okay. and, then, and then armed guards and all this stuff. It's nonsense. like a video game. You've passed level one. And we're effectively following Doug Collins, Michael Jordan, <laughs> and whoever their handler is. Sure, all right. right. <laughs> so we get to the security thing. I reach in my pocket, and I pull out a crushed pack of cigarettes, and I show them that as my ID. <laughs> Elwood reaches into his bag, pulls out a burnt piece of toast. And they go, <laughs> Which is what he ate, dry right. white toast. And the guy just goes, come right on in. <laughs> now, we're both just, we're laughing our full heads off going, I told you this would work. Now, they have saved an elevator for Doug Collins and Michael Jordan. They get the they get elevator. first elevator, of sure. course. And whoever their handler was, okay, guys, come on. 
He doesn't know we're not supposed to be there either. No. He's convinced we're like the welcoming committee. Right. It's, it's welcoming back to Chicago. Who are the ambassadors of Chicago sure. that you want? So we, we're just looking at each other. Get on the damn elevator. <laughs> so we get on the elevator. Doors close. There's a guy in the middle, the handler. The handler. Michael Jordan is directly across from me. Uh, Doug, and, uh, Collins. Doug Collins. And then me and Elwood <laughs> standing next to each other. Doors close, and it's like a scene in the movie. It's playing really dumb elevator music. No one is saying a word. Oh, like, my. like we can't think. What are you supposed to say? It should it's, be "Girl from Empanema," which is the music that was on right. the elevator in Blues Brothers when they're going it up to pay the fine. Because that's what land is always. "Girl from Empanema." I, I love and, it. And the elevators, you know, going up as slowly as humanly possible. And I'm like, somebody's got to say something. So I, I, uh, I <laughs> lean over forward to Michael Jordan, and I said. Must be pretty intimidating being on the elevator with somebody so important. <laughs> and, and he leads in and he goes, I'll never get used to that. <laughs> and that broke the ice and now we're having a nice guy. What are you guys doing? And I said, oh, we're, we're, we're going to go perform for a bunch of hemophiliac children. You oh want to come God. say hi and oh make my... their whole day? Yeah, you know? right. We... <laughs> oh, my God. That is tremendous. <laughs> yeah. and, you had and, a moment with Jordan. I did. Yeah, I, I can't really say I met him. I can say I had a moment. No, you met him. Um, You're in an elevator with someone. Oh, that's yeah. meeting them. Well, and the That's best... a very confined space. Through no fault of our own, dumbest coincidence in the world, because he, he was staying on one of the floors. He said, hey, what, what floor is this at? If I can make it, I'll come by. And oh I was like, God. oh, wouldn't this be great if we deliver Michael Jordan oh to God. these, these, you know, <laughs> the Blues sick Brothers children. Bring an MJ. Uh, and he said, well, what floor is it? And, and I looked at the contract. I go, it's 23. Oh, come and it on. really was. Jersey. It was yeah. absolutely was. And he goes, oh, okay, come on. I said, no, I showed him the contract. He goes, all right, I'll see if I can make it. He didn't. He, he couldn't. Did. You know, he was But the thought important. was there. Yeah. But yeah, so that was it. I, I literally got to meet Michael Jordan by pretending I belonged. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And by the way, Michael Jordan does Hanes underwear commercials. Can we do Hanes, Hanes underwear bouquet? Of the flowers Haynes, for Tom bouquet. Jones. Tom Jones, Michael Jordan. I do have a bouquet. All right, let's see a bouquet. Let's, let's see the bouquet. Let's throw this up here. Let's see what we got. All right, what is that made out of? Bras. That's, bras. There All you right. go. <laughs> That'll Thank do. you, AI, whatever. You, you know, did. really, that's the gift that keeps on giving because somebody had to take off those bras to make that work. <laughs> it never ends. That's amazing. Well, again, Ryan, you, you opened, you know what you did here with Pandora's box now. You've now let me know that any graphic I can dream, you can make with AI. Oh, no. And it's technically copyrighted immediately because it's on your channel. Oh, my God. We own it. Look at it. that. You this own is the this. NFT money that, we want. That's right. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm an idea. You're going to have me back a lot being like, this Listen, guy just makes his you, money. Yeah. You were super entertaining. We're going to have you back. You've written books. I want, where can, can we get them on Amazon? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, you can find them on Amazon.com. My name is Andy Martello, the one that uh, got me the Best of Las Vegas Award that is also yes. folks in Vegas will like. It's called King of Casinos. Uh, and the, what is that about, quickly? It, it's a biography of a casino owner and the history of his casino out in Searchlight, Nevada, back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. A guy named Willie Martello, no relation. It's a spoiler. It's in the book. That's, I know, no relation. Crazy. Yeah, That's what got me into it in the first place. It was a brothel. It was a casino. It was ahead of its time in every single way. And had he been that much luckier, uh, everyone in the world would know his name and not Steve Wins, not Howard right. Hughes, wow. and things like that. It's a really... Fascinating story. Uh, you find out that Francis Coppola's first movie was shot at the El Rey Club. Come on. Uh, you find out that this is where celebrities used to go and hang out. Um, Sounds like an informative book. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it was a ton of fun. And since I, I, am an, I am a writer who absolutely hates to read, so I, may, I went out of my way to make sure it's a book that is entertaining. It sounds like, entertaining. Like I didn't want it to be a history book where, you know, on this day and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I wanted it to read more like like... I just got done hearing somebody at the bar here at the South Point telling stories about when it was great when the McGuire sisters were still alive or whatever. Right. And I'd be like, oh, hey, I, I got preferred, a story. I preferred the Andrews sisters. Yeah, they were good. I'm a DeCastro that, sisters kind okay, of guy. Well, they, they were very competitive. It was yeah. like Brittany and Christina. Well, I like the DeCastro sisters because they were clearly Cuban, but everyone thought they were Italian. So it worked <laughs> cool. out just it fine. It ends in a vowel, just like uh, your name. Andy but, Martello, thank you for being here. The shirt's amazing. It's a bar. Where? Uh, the, for those curious. Well, actually, I should make it a thing to see how many people are watching. Yeah. You know who this logo is. Uh, by all means, uh, comment, and if you're right, I'll, I'll send you a free book. All right. Or oh. I could just tell you right now. Yeah, tell us now, or yeah, if someone live comments. We're anticipating nobody watching because I'm on. You're here. Yeah, everyone loves you. We got live uh, viewers. This, this is actually, I, I had to make this shirt. This is from a tiny little bar in Tonopah, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Tonopah, uh, Nevada. <laughs> it sounds like a Wisconsin name. It, it sounds it like a Wisconsin yeah. name. Very, very uh, Native American. Yes, exactly. And beers involved, so it must oh, be Wisconsin. Uh, it's a, from a place called The Bug Bar. They okay. have, it's a tiny little dirt bar that overlooks the mountains it's really nice very sweet with this drunken logo i had to take a picture of it and turn it into a t-shirt to make every hipster in the world hate themselves i love it they don't have this all right he's bet he's bet one sport bet in his life 
He had a Michael Jordan thing. He's been John Belushi. He's also been on this show. Andy Martello, thank you for being here, Andy. Hey, Very pleasure. funny stuff. Hey, my pleasure. And when you see Alex tomorrow, tell her she should be working harder. All right. I work all. with Alex every day at the <laughs> Aviator, so <laughs> she, I know she should tomorrow. be working harder, much she, harder. She's the best. And speaking of the best, coming up after this quick commercial break, Chris Andrews will be here to talk. Nailed it or failed it on the NFL. Sportsbook had a good weekend, and we're going to do some college power rankings. So football, 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 right after this. See you in two minutes. We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day. Plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, you can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your south of the border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster. Beers on tap and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouth-watering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old-fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake. So, Ryan, anything I want, you can make. That's good to know. Welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Uh, we did have a live comment about the shirt. Ted Fisher thought it was the raid bug. Again, we're dating ourselves here. That was the old raid bug spray commercial where after it got sprayed, the bug looked, well, it was dying. So there you go. That wasn't a dying bug on his shirt. It was a drunk bug. That's a good name for a bar, the drunk bug. Uh, we are always happy to see this gentleman who I met 13 years ago and is the reason I'm here right now and the reason Punchlines is happening. It's the sports book director here at South Point. It's Chris Andrews. Chris, what's happening? Oh, man, great day of football yesterday. Yeah, he's beaming today, isn't he? Those are less, the, the under. There's no hiding it. You know, I mean, every every bookmaker in the world should be smiling today. There you, there you go. Uh, and uh, we'll get to pro football in a second. I noticed you're wearing a Penn State shirt. You got the Happy Valley shirt. Yep. I know about 1,000 people who went to Penn State. It was like when I graduated in Pittsburgh, it was you went to Pitt, Penn State, a lot of Ohio State people, uh, mostly Penn State. Yeah, my daughter went to Penn State. Yeah. I couldn't get in, right. but my daughter went to Penn State. <laughs> Quick story, across, yeah. when they played Ohio State, across the street from us used to be the Boulevard uh, restaurant bar. It was an Ohio bar. Okay. So uh, my wife and I were watching, I, I, you know, I was working right up till kickoff. I said, come on, meet me down at the Boulevard. At least we know it'll be on. I know we're going to be the only Penn State people in there. Right. Anyway, I can't, I wish I can remember. This I is should, here in Vegas. Here in Las Vegas. Okay. Right across the street from the South Point. It's the uh, flowing tide now. Anyway. Okay. We go in. We're the only two Penn State people. But, you know, you know me a little bit, Frank. I mean, yeah. I'm not loud, obnoxious. Right. My wife, same way. Watching the game, watching the game. It's the game where they block the kick. Oh, yeah. Run it back oh, for God. a touchdown and beat Ohio State. Anyway, we're happy. But we're not screaming. But we're, you know, happy yeah. visibly. On the way out, I sw swear to God, this 80-year-old guy wants to fight me. <laughs> Ohio State Buckeye fan. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He wants I said, buddy. It's a football game for God's yeah, sake. Right. Uh, you know, I said, you guys have been kicking our ass for years. We won yeah, one exactly. game in a row. Just take it easy. 
So I had to whip him a little bit. Oh, yeah. oh hello. <laughs> and by the way, that man's name was Woody Hayes. <laughs> yeah. The old Ohio State coach who actually punched a player on the field, Ryan. You're Charlie Bauman. There you go. Charlie he Bowman. was the head coach for Ohio State. This guy picked off a ball. What team was it? I don't Clemson. Remember. Clemson. Guy picks it off, and Woody Hayes, who was oh, he was up there in age at the time. Yeah. So the guy runs about ball <laughs> Woody Hayes takes him and punches him. <laughs> This is the last game Woody Hayes ever coached. Yeah. That he's done. But yeah. after the show, after you click subscribe on the channel, make sure you come back to South Point Studios for this show and Sports by the Book. Google Woody Hayes punches a player. You'll be happy you yeah. did. Before you even breathe, take a click subscribe. Click subscribe. That's the first thing you have to do. Just do it right now. We'll give you three. Subscribe. How long did that take? Was that painful? No. Thank you for doing that and sharing it with your friends. So, Chris, I understand. Uh, do you want to start with nailed it or failed it? Or do you want to go into college football first? I, I want to briefly, because everything's so close in college football. Yeah. We had uh, a guy from the old network, still okay. a good friend of mine, we Matt Humans. Okay. He was talking to me. He said, I'm looking for somebody to beat Georgia coming into this year. I said, Matt, I think you're reaching for the stars here. I, mean, I don't okay. think there's anybody out there. But now here we are, um, you know, not too many weeks left in the yeah. season. And I got Georgia way down my list. They yeah. have not been that good. So here's my top 10. These are power ratings. These are not, your power rankings. Not if I was voting in the AP poll. And right, all, the, you know, we don't, we don't, we're that. bookmakers. We make numbers. We don't make those kind of things. Exactly. Okay, here's what I got. Number one, Michigan. Michigan. Wow, yeah. Number two, Washington. Yeah, UW looking good. And I hate to say this. I know. Number oh, three, Ohio right. State. Ohio State. There's that, you know, that, I'll tell you what, yeah, it hurts. the guy wants to fight you again. He just left yeah. commented, the old 80-year-old well, guy, he's still around. He's like, they should have been number one or two. Yeah, he's 88 now, he's but 88. I, I might be able to handle him this time. <laughs> uh, uh, number four, Oregon. Yeah, the Ducks still good. I mean, that was such a great game. I mean, you got That was one of the best games. That was one of the best oh, games of all time. I love that game. Oh, my God. And the By overhead. The way, that's one of the failures. We got nailed right, bad on that game. you made up for it on Sunday, which we'll get to. We but, did okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Florida State, number five. State. Georgia, all the way down to number six. I, I mean, you know, they've they've had they've covered great... once all year. Yeah, they've had it's been it's been tight, and now Brock Bowers is out. Yeah, so that had to drop them down a little Definitely. bit too. Their All American yeah. tight ends hurt. Yeah, he, oh, by big the way, player. he's getting tightrope surgery. Does anyone know? I've they said it's it's a it's a high ankle sprain, and it said he's getting tightrope surgery. I forgot to Google it. Ryan, can you find out what tightrope surgery is? Please? I think that Walenda guy had the it. The, <laughs> the the family of the, the Walendas yeah. that would walk. Oh my God! All right, so okay. all right, number, number six, Georgia. Number Georgia. seven, Texas. Texas and again, pains me to say, number eight, all the way down, number eight, Penn State. Penn State. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma, and number ten, Notre Dame. And I know they got a couple losses, but I they know. That was a nailed it game for us. I love Notre Dame going into that game. A lot of it was I don't think USC is all that good. They, their well, defense we knew their is horrible. Defense, yeah, right. But they, you know, they intercepted uh, three what, times. Yeah, I think three, Caleb Williams three, had yeah, three in the three first interceptions, half. first half, right? But I think Notre Dame is really good, and uh, you know they're they're in my top ten, but they won't be in the top ten of right. AP but or whatever. When it comes to how much money people put on college teams, is Notre Dame in the? Do people just bet Notre Dame a lot out here? Uh, you know. Yeah, when they're winning, right? When they're, <laughs> you know? Right, because they're, they're yeah, yeah. So many people. Uh, and if you, want, I, I had to testify when they were going to uh, allow betting on Nevada and UNLV teams. You know, oh right. Uh, I had to. Really? Are, are they going to bet them every week? I said, if they're winning, they'll bet yeah. on them. If they're not winning, they will not bet on them. See Trust how that me. Works? You know? Yeah, exactly. People like winners. Yeah. Those right now, great. UNLV getting a lot of play because they're not bad this year. They're and pretty, they beat Nevada, and they got the, yeah. the, the Fremont Cannon. Well, I spent many years in Reno, so I was still in Nevada. I'm right. still a Nevada fan. <laughs> that, was, that was tough. That but was they're not very a game, good too, yeah. Not very good. All right. Um, so you want to move on to pros? Nailed it and failed it. Nailed it and failed it over the weekend. I want to point out uh, the Steelers, I feel, failed in a way because every AFC North team won. Yeah, I know, Frank, but we didn't play. You <laughs> I know. know, I mean, it's okay. But again, take Matt a deep breath. didn't score any points for us this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, the bye covered minus three. Oh, wait. Oh, Ryan has something so before we go. Tightrope surgery. Tightrope surgery is what? Uh, so the an injury to the syndesmosis, yes. which is a uh, group of ligaments <laughs> that connects your fibula and your tibia. Okay. I had never heard of that tightrope surgery. Right. Sounds this, painful. This, up until three minutes ago, I had never heard that in my life. <laughs> it was the headline. Yeah, he's getting tightrope surgery. Yeah, like it was something we're supposed to know what the hell that is. Like I said, if it wasn't for the Walendas, I would <laughs> have no guess whatsoever. <laughs> I remember watching a documentary on the Walendas. Yeah. Ryan, have you ever heard of the Walendas? They're uh, world famous. They did. They were tightrope walkers. There's a whole yeah. family. Yeah. Grandfather, kids, and tragically, one of them. That was the grandfather. Uh, I don't want you to use YouTube for that, but you yeah, can. but it was bad. It was yeah. bad. All right. Anyway, back to uh, let's talk pro pro football. Do you want to talk tonight? 
We got a big game uh, tonight, right? Cowboys. Yeah, I don't and Chargers. have that much action tonight, you know, yeah. and it's weird because you got the the L.A. Chargers. Right. I'll probably say San Diego for the. I, rest of I haven't yet. I have yet to say. I've called them the. Oh, Vegas I've said Raiders it many times. Time. Oh, yeah. I, yeah that's the Chargers is one. a harder one for me, but I've said Las Vegas. Well, especially Raiders. when you see L.A.C. from the Clippers. Exactly. Yeah, you know who were the San Diego Clippers at one point? Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Uh, but we we don't have that much action. A little bit on the Chargers. You know, not too much. We opened the game two. We're down to one and a half. Okay. Uh, again, a little play on the under, okay. which that usually uh, is good early because the late money is almost always on the over. But, right. Uh, it's all, know, yeah, that's the people who've had a. But I got to tell you, there's not much live going into tonight. Yeah. We uh, cleaned this slate pretty good yesterday. You had a good day. Yeah. I know now a lot of people, like you said, like to bet uh, bet overs. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Sean and I were talking about this. Unders were like 11 and 2. Something like that. Yeah. The yeah. unders. <laughs> look at, look yeah. at the grin on him. Can you see the smile on Chris's face? Yeah, it was. A, I mean, there was a lot. I mean, you had upsets. You had the Jets and Browns winning outright. Yeah. You had the Giants, who should have beat Buffalo last night. They Buffalo. covered, though. That was okay. Yeah, they covered. That's true. The Giants did cover. Um, and just real quickly tonight, uh, longest field goal over forty-seven and a half. That ball in SoFi can they? You can kick farther. I, that's the one. That's a prop bet you can do here at South Point if you don't want to bet on either the Dallas Cowboys or the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I'm I'm going over 47 and a half long field goal. These kickers nowadays routinely make 50 plus, 55 plus. I'm going to go that. That's my prop bet. Do you, do you know who the first kicker was in the Hall of Fame? I believe it's is it Jan Stenner? It is Jan Stenner. Oh, Stenner. I pulled okay. it out. Jan Stenner. Go look him up. Yeah. Go look up his numbers. His bar. numbers. Okay. He, oh, he couldn't make a Division One right. team right now, and he was the first one in the Hall of Fame. They say first and only, but then didn't Morton Anderson get in? I think Morton and yeah. I think Morton Anderson got in. Who kicked for the Saints for years, and I think that I, I guess uh, uh, Vanderjack they've talked about. No, he's not getting. He's not getting. I, yeah. And then oh, he Adam had that Vinatieri. one miss. No, Vanatieri. I mean, yeah, Adam hey, Vanatieri. the Vanatieri deserves to go in. Yeah, Vanderjack missed against that. That was the yeah, Steeler game. That right? was the fumble. It's funny. My two favorite plays in Steeler history. The Bettis. The Bettis fumble okay, that Ben the, chased the, him down. The Bettis fumble that Ben made ben the tackle. Chases him down. And the other one, the missed field goal. When uh, Lambert threw down Cliff Harris. Oh, yeah. He, so, oh. missed field goal and a fumble. My yep. two favorite plays in Steelers. Yeah, right. Because he got in Jarella's face, right? And Lambert <laughs> stuck up. Exactly, yeah. And pulled him down. Uh, by the way, the reason Ben chased that guy down, the Colts defensive back, the guy had been stabbed by his girlfriend or wife earlier in the week. You know, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, in the yeah. leg or something. So, he wasn't at full speed. Because Ben, I mean, back then, Ben was quick. But he was he's a big guy. He's not oh, the yeah, biggest. Yeah. But he caught that guy who could have scored the game winning for the Colts. But the guy had been stabbed. So whoever that wife or girlfriend is, way to go. You helped the Steelers yeah. win a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Super. Uh, oh, and by the way, here's a, uh, if you want to talk kickers real quick, we got a minute for this. Um, there's a, a kicker that won an MVP in the National Football League. Mark Mosley. Mark Mosley. Chris pulls it out. 1982 yeah. strike season yeah. for the Redskins. A kicker won MVP. Is straight on kicker. Straight, yeah. And he, he had the single bar like Stenerud, yeah. right? And just, yeah, he kicked straight on. Okay, now I'm in a with a bunch of guys from back in Pittsburgh. Okay. And my roommate, my old roommate, my probably my best friend in the world, one of my best friends, certainly, he put this contest together years ago. Okay. It's called the Booth Lustig contest. Okay. Do you know who that is? I do not know. Now, like I, I said, got, it's I my friend Terry. Stenerud. Terry, if you're out there listening, Terry is like the quirkiest guy you'd ever meet. Okay. He can, and he says, I can prove it. Booth Lustig was the worst kicker in the history of the NFL. <laughs> okay. He kicked for the Steelers. This oh, is in did? the 60s. Oh, okay. see, this is in the 60s, oh, yeah. The Steelers were so terrible. We're, we're old, you know. Yeah, so right. we, and I remember Booth kicking Booth. for the Steelers. That's the greatest Booth name ever. Lustig. And that's the name of our contest, Booth, the Booth Lustig. Okay. And what is the contest? Oh, just, you know, you rank the team you know, from 16 down to one. And I, you know, I mean, nobody bets like that. But, you know, that's the way these contests are. Booth Lustig, look him up. I oh, think, my God. Of yeah. course I am. He was yeah. the worst. He should never have been in the NFL. I remember when he started, and like I said, Terry's very quirky. He says, I can prove it. He's the worst. And he has some stats. You know, I don't know who's the worst, yeah. but he's in the conversation. I can tell you that. I love it. Well, this all is me saying that I'm taking 47 and a half for, uh, for longest field goal. Um, so pro games, you want to talk a little pro this weekend. There's sure. a lot of good games. Steelers are back against the Rams, uh, which is of course the first line I always look at. And you got it about three and a half right now with the Rams. We opened three and a half. We're down to three, down to three, uh, a lot is... of injuries for the Rams. Right. So they came in and, uh, um, running back I, is an issue for them. Yeah, right now. running back's an issue. But I, you know, geez, I hate to say it, Frank, because I kind of like the Rams. I think the Rams. I mean, you have to see how these injuries affect them. But I think that team was ready to explode. That that yeah. was one of the nailed it's yesterday. I stayed ahead of that with the Cardinals. 
Uh, we wound up needing the Rams in that game, which is not too often you need a seven-point favorite right. to win and cover. But we did because I tried to stay ahead of that. I, I think the Rams are – I think we all forgot how good a coach McVay yeah, was. You really, I mean, look, I agree. And, I look, living in L.A. and for his whole tenure out there as head coach, though, I mean, people do get on because he lost the Super Bowl where he only scored, what, 3.6 yeah, points? Three. Oh, yeah, three. Sorry, There's another story to that, too. Right, but okay, all right. All right. Yeah. But then, of course, he won a Super Bowl. But, yeah, just because uh, – you know, they had an off year last year coming off the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Hey, I, he's still a great coach, man. I think he is, absolutely. And Stafford, I think, is healthy. Yeah, he's great. You know, player. last year he was not healthy. Right. Uh, yeah, so I think Rams were a little bit of a sleeper. It's funny, they put season win totals up, put the Rams up six and a half, which right away I thought was low, but wasn't that low because they kept betting me under. Yeah, wow. So, I, you know, I hope the Rams have a good year. It'd be good for us. But I want the Steelers to win this weekend. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course we do. We're Pittsburgh guys. Uh, what other what other games are you looking at that are jumping out or – some uh, lines that you see moving. What do we got here? Run the schedule for me, Frank. Yeah, sure. Well, this is an interesting one to me. I th I think this is the – there's two games of the week, in my opinion. Uh, Detroit Lions at Baltimore. Right now, the Ravens are minus two. You know, I, I think we're just we're, – we're not used to the Lions being this good. They're five and one right They're now. They're really good. They're and, really good. And the Ravens, I think, have some problems. I, I kind of like uh, – I, I like the Lions in this game. Me too. And they're, you know, somebody, they hadn't been this good since 1956. Right. I'm born in 56. So I don't quite remember it, but <laughs> I do remember Alex Milt Plum. Right. Yeah. Alex Milt Karras. Plum was our quarterback. And I do remember him at the end of his career. I think he played for the Rams. Okay. Yeah. I, I just look at that line. I like Detroit too. Of course, I can never bet Baltimore. It's just in my blood. I can never bet the Ravens. But after watching them not be able to really confirm, well, first of all, they had seven drop passes against the Steelers in a game they should have won. See, it's funny. My, my daughter, who's, uh, can say her age is right on. She's 38 now. Okay. So she uh, she hates the Ravens. Okay, hates well. the Ravens. Okay. She's closer to your okay. age than mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys my age, we hate the Cowboys and the Raiders. Right. That's who we, you know, the Ravens, yeah. we hate the Ravens. Yeah, we but, hate them. But the other stuff's just in our DNA. What about the Browns? Do you hate the, do you have a, I always feel bad for the Browns almost in a way. Uh, I always, they're not worthy of my hatred. Yes, they're, they're not worthy of your hatred. But Cowboys and Raiders, yes, because oh, that's sure, the 70s. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And then the other, I mean, the game of the week and the schedule makers got very lucky on this. Yeah. Dolphins at Eagles. Eagles minus two. I want to look at the over-under, 52 and a half. Wow. So that's the Sunday night game. I mean, that the NFL right now is like, well done, computer, probably well, an AI computer. I, I'm not telling you the winner of this game because I think that's pretty much the right number. But yeah, right, right now the Dolphins are playing great, great football. And the Eagles all of a sudden got exposed a little bit. You know, they'd won it covered, I think, almost one. They won every game. I yeah. think they failed to cover one game. But we, we kind of knew when we were watching them that they're not quite the same Eagles that they were last year, that Steichen went, yeah. you know, left the team. They lost to their Hargrave. Lost, yeah, Eric lost Steeler two. went to yeah, the Niners. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, coaches. that that that, that kind of that hurt them yeah. beyond what we were looking looking at and expecting this year. But I think it's coming to fruition now. Still, they're going to be tough to beat at home. Yeah. You've got a Miami team going up there. I'm not telling you we're the winner, but that's a great, great game. And I, you know, gun to my head, I'd probably take Miami just because I think. Uh, and Lane Johnson got hurt yesterday too. Oh my goodness! For the Eagles, right. yeah. You know, so they they may have a couple problems, but boy, this this Miami team, this is this team's for. And that they got McDaniel, weapons. the coach, he he is uh, he's funniest for real. head coach in the NFL too. He's yeah. just so. I mean, he's just, you know why he's hugely popular too? Because he looks like us who watch football. He looks like a geek. Just yeah. start out. He's yeah. a self proclaimed geek, yeah. man. The guy's awesome. He's funny. Like they had him walking off at halftime, and then he ran so the steady cam guy had to run with him. It's like he has fun. He makes football fun, and the Dolphins. Yes, they make football fun. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, well, when you got guys that are running, uh, you know, four one forties. Yeah, every guy on the team is fast. Uh, so you talked about the nailed it. Did you have a failed it that you wanted to talk about yesterday or no? We didn't have too many failed it. Frank, <laughs> I gotta tell you. There uh, you go. That then that's that's. We had a couple failed it's, but they, they were like this. And then Thursday night, Amazon gets another kind of a dog. Jacksonville at New Orleans. I guess both teams are they're having a decent year. Jacksonville getting better every week. I guess they're. Well, they're, we're not sure about Lawrence. He, he's yeah, so that's not what was the line yet. Yeah, yeah, he's not hundred percent. Yeah, because I don't even I don't even know who the backup is. Do you I, have I anything don't. to end the show, Ryan? Do you have any? Did you create any other cool AI things? Nothing from AI. Just the bears are unbearable. The bears are unbearable. That's that. There you go, right there. Now remember, uh, you know we're gonna have fun with AI again tomorrow. I think tomorrow. We have, uh, we have Alex in the studio. We have Chris Harrison coming to us live uh, uh, on the phone or the video feed or whatever the hell you call it. Um, and later this week, we have some other great guests. Hopefully, Josh Yoey here to talk some hockey. Denny Nagel coming back Friday. We're even hoping for uh, some names I don't want to jinx. We're going to have a live performance in here, I think, from one of Vegas's great uh, entertainers, magician, mentalist, 
Murray Sachuk's going to be here this week. So it's going to be great. So listen, all you have to do is please subscribe. All right, share this. We love the live comments, you guys. I read them all. We thank you for them. Uh, but make sure you subscribe. Don't forget coming up today, Sports by the Book with Jeff and Vinny. I'm actually coming on to jump on the show. Are you on Sports by the Book today? I have a job. He has a job. Yeah. He's got to run the sports book here at the South Point Casino, the greatest sports book in Las Vegas. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks for the live comments. Subscribe. We will see you tomorrow uh, with Alex and Chris Harrison. It's going to be a good show. I'm Frank DiCatero. Thanks for watching Punch Lines. We'll see you next time.